0: I say, can you dig it?
1: Put your two hands up like that. Can you dig it? Can, 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 can. Here
0: we go. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Can You Dig It, a podcast by the Silver Screen and Roll Network. I am one of your hosts, Jacob. Christian and I have switched roles today because uh Christian is having some technical difficulties moving into his uh new apartment, but or new house, I should say. Uh Christian, how are you uh how are you liking the move in the new house over there?
1: The house is great. I uh I actually like my room. Uh it's just it it doesn't have Wi-Fi. That's the one thing the other house has on it right now, is the other house had Wi-Fi which this house, you know, and its defense, has no control over. Like, it was my job to get it Wi-Fi. <laughs> I tried to on Thursday. I was like, hey, I'm moving into a house this weekend. Can you get me Wi-Fi this weekend? Um, and the guy was like, yeah, your appointment says Wednesday. And the thing that makes me mad is this guy was talking a big game over the phone. He's like, you know, your appointment says Wednesday but we're not having that. We're going to get somebody to your house on Saturday. (laughs) I was like, "Dope!" I'm so glad I chose your services. Uh, uh, We were recording on a Sunday and I still don't have Wi-Fi. So that was obviously (laughs) a lie, but otherwise I'm doing great. Uh, Took in some enjoyable question mark uh, Lakers preseason basketball and uh, yeah, I'm ready to, ready to talk about it.
0: So we are coming to you after the Lakers' first preseason game. Goes down as a 123-97 loss. A lot of that final margin came in the fourth quarter when it was basically G League versus G League roster. But, yeah, it was a very enjoyable game. Uh, Malik Monk leads the Lakers 15 points. Uh, Dwight Howard had 11 points and 6 fouls in 12 minutes, or 13 minutes. Impressive. Uh, But Wayne Ellington had 11, THT had 10, Kendrick Nunn uh, also looked impressive on the night. Uh, What was your kind of biggest takeaway from from the game?
1: Uh, I'll echo a sentiment shared by our good friend Harrison Fagan uh, and said that Malik Monk is the greatest player in the world, (laughs) if not to have ever lived. He was so good, and I don't need to tell you this. You watched him all last season in Charlotte, but the offense, his offensive stuff is just there, and considering the other guys that are on the team, like the veteran players or just players that have had um, better seasons than him recently, the fact that he came in from day one and looked as good as he did last season, I think is a really, really promising sign.
0: Yeah. To me, it was, it was not just Monk who, yeah, when he gets it going uh big shout out to Dwight for the <laughs> revealing the microwave nickname and then feeling the need to explain the oldest nickname <laughs> in the hall of basketball, but microwave is the nickname they've given Malik Monk. And he, he was that on Sunday, that second quarter, he got going and was red hot, did most of his scoring then. But to me overall, it's not just the – it wasn't just Monk. It was really just kind of the the backcourt and the young backcourt mm-hmm. uh, guards the Lakers are going to have. THT forced some things a little bit, but still had 10 points, four rebounds, three assists. Nunn had uh, 9.7 rebounds. Monk had 15 points, two rebounds. Uh, even Austin Reeves had some good stretches, uh, three points, three rebounds, two assists. I made the point, um, during the game that (laughs) this back and forth, will he, won't he on Anthony Davis at center? It sounded like he was going to on media day. They've kind of walked it back a little bit, but to me, if for no other reason, uh, he needs to start at center because the Lakers have a ton of really talented backcourt players and perimeter players. Mm -hmm. And they, it that talent far outweighs what they have at the center position to me.
1: Yeah, it's, it's tough because we were talking going into this game about the Lakers front court depth in general. Like they have two centers, not including AD three, if you include AD and the power forward position, their depth, there was i guess exposed if you want to call it that um because of who was available today like the lakers have four guys that can spend time at the four and do a good job um trevor reza carmelo anthony lebron james and anthony davis anthony davis played exactly one quarter lebron james carmelo anthony and trevor reza were out and i do want to note that Trevor Ariza was out for precautionary reasons. Uh, and I say this because I was confused <laughs> when it was announced. The Lakers were sitting their stars and Trevor Ariza was included in that group. So <laughs> for those that didn't, were just as confused as I was wanted to put that out there. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it's a guard heavy roster. Like, and, and the the good news for the Lakers though, is that it's not just a guard heavy roster it's a talented guard heavy roster. I, again, it it's generally bad practice to take too much away from preseason games. I understand that. But today just made me feel what I felt about this roster already. And that and it's that there are a lot of different looks the Lakers can give t- uh, opposing teams because of the versatility of their backcourt. Like, I, Kendrick Nunn's a great shooter, and Wayne Ellington, in theory, is a great shooter. I he had a pretty rough night uh, on Sunday or, God, e- uh, afternoon. It was a really early yeah, game. Yeah,
0: it was an early game.
1: Uh, But, I mean, Rondo, just the one pass he had to DeAndre Jordan was the best lob, better than any lob I saw any non-LeBron James player throw last season. <laughs> uh, and then, obviously, the pressure that Taylor Horton Tucker puts on the rim as a guard, the way he drives downhill for better or for worse, it gives the Lakers a different look. So yeah, I'm totally, I, I totally get it. I wish the Lakers had more depth in the front court, but it, if the talent's in the backcourt, you absolutely utilize that. The
0: argument would be that I doubt there's going to be a, I would hope there's not a night where all of LeBron, Ariza, Melo are out and AD only plays (laughs) plays one quarter, but yeah, last season uh, we certainly learned that you can never count on that. You and I talked uh, last night, Saturday night about this game. And we talked about the fact that there weren't going to be any power forwards. I assumed that there would be a lot of Cameron Oliver minutes. Uh, Maybe they, I mean, they really don't have a lot of guys. Shondi Brown, maybe. Uh, they actually just played THT technically at the four most of the day (laughs) they were just playing four guards out there for a good chunk of time um again THT hit and miss he had that one really deep three that looked nice uh he certainly was forcing quite a bit and a little out of control at times getting to the rim but he can still get to the rim like probably as good as any non-Russ or LeBron player on the roster, uh, perimeter player, I should say, on the roster. Um, None as well. You kind of saw his ability to score at multiple levels, had a couple of floaters mixed in with uh, a three-pointer, things like that. But, yeah, to me, Malik was probably the biggest positive takeaway. Uh, He – when he can get going like he did – on sunday uh especially that second quarter it, it, everything just looks so smooth with him like he has such a, a smooth jumper um it's a quick enough release and he just he he's he's very much a microwave i mean it's a very apt nickname even if <laughs> it's a very cliche one um that's what he did last season he gets he gets on fire and then everything starts dropping uh, he even mixed in some stuff that I didn't really see last season. He didn't do a whole lot of that kind of pull-up mid-range jumper stuff. He knocked one of those down coming off a ball screen against the drop coverage of Brooklyn. Uh, so he looked really, really good. And, yeah, I mean, the the kind of the flip side for that, to make the argument for Anthony Davis playing center is that, again, one preseason game. DeAndre looked pretty slow out there. <laughs> like, he, uh, he struggled mixed with Dwight impressively fouling out in what was also <laughs> the longest uh, replay review in preseason basketball history. I think multiple people tweeted that it was easily the dumbest 10 minutes in preseason basketball. Uh, I don't know why we needed that review for that long, but Dwight technically shot a free throw that didn't count and had to come out. But I mean, I guess what you make of the, the center rotation? Um, again, first preseason game, but with DeAndre and Dwight,
1: I think it'll be a work in progress. Um, I think most nights, if the Lakers' pure talent of LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis doesn't will them to comfortable leads uh, like when the nets are in town or the bucks are in town uh, i can see anthony davis spending most of his time at the center position because i don't know how many games you can win playing dwight howard and deandre jordan major minutes dwight howard i'm less concerned about and uh you know silver screen and roll veteran ben Rosales tweeted during the game that physically Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan are at similar levels. Like I know a lot has been made about DeAndre J- Jordan moving like a dinosaur and you know <laughs> him being flat-footed. And it's like if you watched Dwight Howard in Philly last season, he struggled with a lot of the same things. The difference between Dwight and DeAndre that Ben pointed out is that Dwight's just a really smart defensive player. Uh, he's also a smarter offensive player I'd argue but the the defensive end is really where he's going to make his impact beyond rebounding which is you know DeAndre Jordan's I guess only elite skill outside of jumping for blocks I don't know I am not super low on the two center rotation I think it's fine but I also hope it's not something that they turn to regularly uh if it is I I'd hope it's out of necessity and not roster mismanagement on on Frank Vogel's part you know what did you well it stung a little bit I know I'm grasping at straws a little <laughs> bit here and nitpicking in the preseason but seeing Devontae Kaycock on Brooklyn yeah given the Lakers situation in the front court I was like damn if only we had that guy on our team
0: Devontae looked good. Nine points in 12 minutes, knocked down a three. He looked good in the summer league. I was a little surprised mm-hmm. he got away, but uh, I would imagine he thinks there might be some more minutes with Brooklyn. Although, I mean, their front court's kind of loaded with Blake Griffin, Aldridge, Millsap, Claxton. Um, I was really hoping he'd stick around. He would have been really useful today. <laughs> Certainly so. But uh, that the center rotation – It's going to be interesting. There's just like a level of activity that Dwight has, especially on the glass, that at least tonight DeAndre didn't have. Uh, Dwight ended up with six rebounds in 13 minutes. DeAndre has four rebounds in 17 minutes. Again, all these are small sample sizes. Five of Dwight's rebounds were offensive rebounds, though. Uh, And he more or less was the guy that lakers fans remember uh, mm-hmm. and i welcome that back because i miss that i certainly i i can't remember who tweeted it but early on somebody tweeted about how much they missed uh the rim protection from guys like dwight and deandre that aspect of the two center lineup i will enjoy but i yeah i i was higher on deandre than most i think when he was signed and i still remain high on him But you can see through that one game why he was phased out of the rotation a bit in Brooklyn. I'm willing to chalk it up right now to being one game, a 17-minute sample size Mm -hmm. in the first preseason game, but that was not necessarily an encouraging sign uh, early on. And it wasn't encouraging if you think he's going to get many minutes. It might be encouraging if you think it's going to lead to Anthony Davis playing center more. And ultimately, I mean, certainly in the, in the games that matter uh come postseason time, I don't think DeAndre was ever really going to get minutes, but uh ultimately in the games that matter, I would, have, I would think Dwight would be out there. Would you still, if the Lakers start with a big man, do you still go with DeAndre over Dwight? Cause I was a little surprised by that on Sunday afternoon.
1: Yeah, I think. To your point about it only being one game, I think once the Lakers get set into their defensive rotations and all all of their starting five is out there, I think DeAndre Jordan will look a lot better than he did today. That's the good news. I also think if you're going to start DeAndre Jordan at center, they're the perfect guys around him to do that with today we saw i think a lot of what deandre jordan needs to improve on or you know if you're bold enough to say things that he's just straight up not good at anymore but we also saw a little bit of the value he has and to me that showed in one of the first possessions in the first quarter bruce brown tried to take it into the basket but instead with deandre jordan there uh you know attempted A contested floater. DeAndre didn't even move, just put his arms up, and it forced Bruce Brown into a tough shot. He did that in the season and a half. He was at Brooklyn. And I imagine he'll do that with the Lakers. And and the good news is the Lakers with Anthony Davis and you know, take your pick of Kent Basemore, Trevor is on the wing. The Lakers have the personnel to successfully put DeAndre Jordan in those drop coverage pick and roll situations to where I wouldn't mind DeAndre Jordan starting. Now, this is my opinion in early September. Oh God, it's October already.
0: It's October.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This This is my opinion in early October. It could change as the season progresses. But right now, if the Lakers did decide to start DeAndre Jordan at center over Dwight Howard, I'd get it. Um, I also wouldn't mind why Howard's starting at center. I think, you know, ultimately those guys are just going to be there to eat up minutes. Your closing lineup is still going to feature Anthony Davis at center. I hope, but again, but just my thoughts in early October.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the other big thing is not having LeBron or Russ out there. It's also hard to do a lot of takeaways from, from this lineup. And, uh, how they're going to play because yeah, I think it'll look a lot differently or a lot different potentially on Wednesday. I would assume those two at least play. I don't know if Anthony Davis will, but uh, I do want to talk about Anthony Davis right after this short break and kind of talk about what he, uh, how he played on Sunday. So AD uh, Frank Vogel said that he wanted to play on Sunday basically because he finished last season on the bench and wanted to start the season on the court. After the game, AD uh, talked about why it was important to him to play. Uh, He said, quote, I just wanted to play, didn't play much last season from the injury, but I just wanted to get back and get in rhythm that way, get going into the season. I have a rhythm and I'm ready to go. That's really what it is just getting in a rhythm, whether it's for a quarter two quarters, whatever it is, start building these habits as you said earlier, he played one quarter, eleven minutes and sixteen seconds. Uh, any big thoughts or takeaways from how he looked?
1: Um, I mean, he looks spry, looks healthy, which is good. He was driving at guys, taking them off the dribble. Had a nice little floater from the baseline, and I was like, "Ooh, okay, welcome back, Anthony Davis." Um, but yeah, I mean, it was only one quarter. The, I don't know. Maybe we're too far removed from the season for me to be saying this, but that short burst of energy in the first quarter, I think is the healthiest I've seen him look in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, This may just be recency bias, but it it certainly seemed the case. And I just really want him to be healthy because he's such a good basketball player. And he just, not even that, not even, him just being healthy uh, or or, appearing to be healthy in today's game. He looks good. Like he Mm -hmm. looks like in peak physical condition. So I'm hopeful. Uh, It was only, you know, not even a year ago where he was pretty durable during that championship run. So I am not one of those people that is, you know, doom and gloom. Anthony Davis is injury prone. There's nothing we can do about it. But I am aware of his injury history, and I hope that this season, in terms of the games he plays, looks a lot closer to the 2019 20 season than it did the 2021 season.
0: It's still, it hasn't even been a year since the Lakers won a title. Like that, I've said that multiple times on uh, Twitter. Uh, When you guys are listening to this, presumably on Monday, it will be the one-year anniversary of game three of the finals inside the bubble. Like, it is absurd to me how quickly all of this has uh, kind of turned around. But I agree with pretty much everything you said. That There were a couple times last season where he looked pretty good. He had that 40-point uh, game against Phoenix late in the regular season. Um, I think he had a big game right before he got hurt. Uh, yeah, 35 point game against Memphis. I don't remember him looking like this kind of, as you said, spry and just fluid, uh, in any of those games. Again, it's probably recency bias in the fact that I try to block last season out, uh, from my memory as much as possible, but, um, he looked, he looked really good, looked really, he just looked a hundred percent. And that's what he talked about. Uh, during practice that he got his body right the other thing i noticed he is big like he is definitely bulked up uh, mm-hmm. there were pictures from media day the last two years that went around on twitter i don't know that anybody specifically asked him about it yet but like side i i don't know that they're ever really side by side he looked every bit as big as deandre jordan and deandre is one of the biggest strongest guys in the league i'm sure that he's probably still bigger and stronger than ad but if you're to believe that he's going to be playing center like he certainly seems to have put on the muscle mass and just uh the weight in general to be able to kind of bang around a little bit more and play those minutes at center that was one of the biggest things uh i said in slack uh on our, in our Slack early in the game is that he just looks really big. And I just got excited watching him. Like he's, I like you, I want him to be back and be at full strength because he was incredible to watch on both ends of the court um, during the bubble playoffs. And I just want something like that version of AD back. I would love that version of AD, but that was the best version of AD there ever was. So I'm not even going to be greedy. I just want a version close to that back. But yeah, I was really excited watching him um seeing him back on the court. I was just excited to see the Lakers back on the court in general. Um there's a couple other Lakers we can mention before we get out of here. Uh Rondo came back only played 9 minutes. Uh you mentioned he really only had the one highlight He only had one point, three rebounds, and an assist, but he got the ovation that he deserved after the playoff. Absolutely, after the playoff, Rondo performance. Um, The other one, we talked a little bit about Wayne Ellington. Uh, He did not have any shooter's luck on the night, but also Kent Bazemore, who uh, is one of the guys that may be the holdover in the lineup, starting lineup between tonight and the regular season opener. Uh, I guess, what do you see or what do you think of him, uh, his performance?
1: Well, the, he promised to play with, like, energy, and he did that. I mean, there are a few plays he got a deflection and the ball went out of bounds. He was clapping his hands like, you know, it was a playoff intensity game. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure the same is going to be true when Russ plays, and I love that. Uh, it's part of the reason why. Bays is probably my pick to be in the starting lineup, whether that's alongside Russ LeBron 80 and a center or Russ LeBron 80 and another wing guard, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but yes, I am, I am pro Bays. I think he brings a lot of good stuff to the Lakers, even if we, if we didn't see it on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I am pro Bays as well. And I would think, regardless of which way they go with the starting lineup, I would still consider him the front runner for one of the, or the other guard, or at least one of the guard positions, Um, just for that energy and that defense. It'd be, it'll be a lot of fun to see him and Russ play together. Uh, I also was pleasantly surprised overall with Wayne Ellington's effort level. Uh, Not that I ever doubted he was ever going to do that, It was just, I guess in my head, probably I envisioned him as mainly a shooter and probably pigeonholed him into that Troy Daniels mold. He is certainly much, much better than Troy Daniels uh, in a lot of ways. But uh, overall, I was impressed by him. Really, like every guard that (laughs) played uh, for the Lakers in their kind of regular rotation, I thought looked pretty good on on Sunday.
1: Yeah, Wayne Ellington's off-ball movement is really exciting combined with uh, you know, Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn. Those three guys are going to make the non-LeBron minutes, I'm hoping, a little more sufferable. Uh, obviously, you want Wayne Ellington and LeBron James on the court together, and I imagine we will get some of those minutes, but even if they don't, shooting and guys that can dribble the ball are great i love wesley matthews i think he had a better season especially towards the end than people give him credit for but
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah ha- having somebody that can dribble the ball with confidence and take guys off the dribble is cool and i am ex- ready for more pull-up jumpers whether it's from the mid-range the three-point line i welcome them all i welcome all any and all jump shooting the Lakers can bring this (laughs) season after last season that's
0: what I tweeted my irrational take from this game is that it looks like the Lakers have three-point shooting uh, and there's certainly no way that that lasts into the regular season (laughs) based on everything we've seen I also you mentioned the non-LeBron minutes which I think overall will be better this season just by addition of Russ Uh, I would think that one of Russ or LeBron will be on the court at all times but I also am excited, especially after seeing it tonight. I don't know how much we'll see it. It'll obviously depend on how the rotation shakes out, but something like a a Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk, THT, LeBron, Dwight lineup, uh-huh. like to start second quarters when LeBron comes in and presumably Russ and AD rest. Um, I'm really excited for some type of lineup like that where you have, Young guys that can shoot, can space the floor, um, can defend, and put them around LeBron and a big man that can kind of have that role gravity. And I'm just excited for what that'll look like. I was just ex- excited in general that there were guys knocking down three pointers <laughs> like that. That was the biggest takeaway there. Even if the Lakers shot 11 of 35 overall, uh, that was a very happy 11 made three pointers for me on the night. Uh but yeah overall I mean I was excited to see the Lakers back. I was excited to see Malik perform well because he's someone I I'm a fan of. I'll be rooting for and he also made me look really smart after going around on all sorts of podcasts and talking about <laughs> how good I thought he would be. So shout out to Malik for that. But uh any kind of final thoughts on on this game?
1: I while you were talking about Anthony was bulking up. I remembered LeBron James Photoshop of himself about <laughs> when coach says you're going to play more four next season. That is AD, but with the five this season. And uh, I'm here for it. I am, I, I, I told you this uh, privately, but I, I will say I am much more excited for this season than I was at any point last season. Like the, I, the NBA wasn't gone enough long enough for me to miss it last year i feel the same way about drake like when he <laughs> just doesn't go away i'm just like buddy give it a give it a rest all right you don't need to drop 20 song albums every year and that's uh that's how i feel about the nba this year the NBA's coming back with its uh certified lover boy
0: I think he just compared the Lakers a certified lover boy. And now I need uh, somebody to Photoshop the album cover with just small <laughs> pictures of the Lakers on there. Now uh, the uh, yeah, it was a fun game. I'm certainly, I was certainly more excited today than I don't know what I would say at any point last year. Cause I still remember those back-to-back Houston games where they ended the James Harden era. And that was certainly the high point of the season last year. Uh, probably that three LeBron shot where he shot it and then turned around with it in air uh, anything after that point in the season last year. Yeah, this was more exciting than that, but it is, <laughs> it is fun to have Lakers basketball back. Uh, it is even in a loss, as we said, it was a fun night and uh, I'm ready to see LeBron and Russ out there. That's the only thing we missed tonight. Shout out to the fans as well. Cause that was probably the most fans that the Lakers have had at a game since probably this, before the pandemic started. The last Nets game, actually, ironically, that the Nets game right before uh, the league was shut down. Um, I would imagine that's the most fans that they've had since then. You could definitely tell as well. So, shout out to those that were in attendance. Lakers will be back on back in action on Wednesday. Uh, But we will certainly have you guys covered with more kind of thoughts and takeaways from the game this week leading up to that. Uh, Christian, thank you for calling in old-timer style and uh, (laughs) and doing this with me. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. But uh, for Christian, this is Jacob signing off. Have a good one, everybody.